Likute Torah, Parshas Acharei, page 26b, Seif Gimel. Now, in order to give additional explanation in the Pasuk, that Hashem, your God, is a devouring fire, we need to mention, that just like fire does not grasp well a wick or wood in order to shine on the earth, unless it's a devouring fire, which means that it eats and consumes that which it holds onto, so that the wick or the wood, should be easily consumed by the fire, so too, so too, the light of Hashem, does not grasp well and reside within the soul of man, in one of these three, as mentioned above, unless it's permeated with a feeling of bitl, of nullification, and that is a bitl of rotzain of a person's will to Hashem, and a kolosa nefesh, a tremendous desiring of the soul to Hashem. Ki ruach aisi ruach ve'amshich ruach. Because one spirit draws another spirit, and this is what brings down the oyer Hashem into the nefesh, when there's a tremendous upward surge and desire of the soul for Hashem and a tremendous bitl harotzin. V'lachein, and therefore, Tolui hamshachas oyer Hashem al yedei hatoyer v'hamitzves b'Yisrael. Therefore, the drawing down of the light of Hashem is dependent on the Torah and mitzvahs of Yidin. K'meshakosav, as it says, v'yokam edus b'yakov, v'soyrasam b'Yisrael. Ki Yaakov Yisrael, these two names which are used here in the Pasuk, hu bechines iskafya v'ishapcha. Yaakov relates to the concept of iskafya, and Yisrael relates to the idea of ishapcha, of transformation. Shebezeh tolui hamshachas eir Hashem al yidei ha-toyr because with these two, Iskafia and Ishapcha is dependent, the drawing down of the light of Hashem through Torah and Mitzvahs. Masha Enkein Beloi Bittl whereas if there is no nullification of a person's will to the will of Hashem, Ein Yochoy then there's no capability to draw down the light of Hashem. Va'ayin Masha Kosov Al-Posig Haboim Yashresh. Vehinei, now, Al Yedei Gimel Dvarimelu through the three above mentioned items of Torah Tefillin Stocker, Sha'onu Mamshichim Bohem, which we draw through them, Oyer Hashem, the light of Hashem, 
even though it's clothed within the physical, seichel enushi, human intellect, of this it says, I'm like an ever-fresh cypress tree. Pirush, Bereish, what is a Bereish? Who eres dak? It's like a fine and thin cedar. Sheyachoylin lochuf roishoy It's so supple that you can bend the top to its root. Ve'achakach, and thereafter, kushachoyzeh lekad musay, when it returns to its original position, it elevates that which is placed on it, when it was bent, to an extremely high place. As it says in the parenthesis, close the parenthesis. So the idea of Hashem saying, it means that just like this supple cedar, that when it's bent, it can then catapult that which is placed upon it to a very high place. Similarly, through the beetle rotzain of Ayid, when Ayid nullifies his will to Hashem's will, then it's possible that the Yid will be elevated to an extremely high place. Kach Omer HaKadosh Baruch Hu, this is what Hashem is saying, Anihu shenislabish b'maysa ha-tachtenim ranon. I, says Hashem, have clothed myself within the deeds of the lower world, like this v'reish ranon, this ever-fresh Cedar or cypress tree which has been bent down through the bending, so to speak, of Hashem's stature. In other words, this is the idea of Hashem lowering himself into the physical world. And through that, the soul of man will be elevated. Be'ilui achar ilui, elevation beyond elevation, lo'oir be'oir ensof baruchu, to be illuminated by the light of the ensof. V'hoise nafshoi tzrura b'tzroir ha'chayim es Hashem mamash, and his soul will be bound in the rock of life, literally. V'ayin mashukosem izeh gabe shabbat shabbosin. Now, as God created opposites in the world. Just as we have mentioned, there is a devouring fire, which means the beetle, the nullification of a person's rotzain, and their desire to become enveloped with Hashem. Similarly, in the opposite side of unholiness, zel umaser, there is a strange fire. Vegamke which clothes itself in the thought, 
speech and action processes, which are not directed to Hashem. It's a disgrace in the face of honor. As it says, a posik in Mishle, Kavoid Chachamim Yincholu. Honor, the wise inherit. Uchasilim Meirim Kolin. However, the fools elevate disgrace. Ukashem Sha'al Hatova, Tis Allah Nafshe Ma'oid, Beyasar Se'es. And just like on the side of good, a person's soul will become elevated tremendously. Then the soul could be elevated by itself. According to its perception, to be bound with the rock of life, as we have previously explained. So too, in the side of unholiness, about evil it says, that the soul of your enemies will be slung in the slingshot. Dahainu, which means clear They will be slung to a distant, far distant place, which is distant from the light of the face of Hashem. Kamishakosov as it says. That I will certainly hide my face on that day. So what is the sound advice against being caught up in this slingshot? to be slung, distant from Hashem, who asoiz had to shuvah? It is that a person should do shuvah. Ubefrat ba'aseres he And especially in the ten days between Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, she'oz hazman ve'eis lakoil cha'ifetz lahishivam el mekoiram. Because that's the time and the auspicious, auspicious moment for all who desire to return to their source, va'azai, and then yishtapech nafshei b'mirirus, a person should pour out their soul bitterly, al richukoi me'oyer p'nei Hashem, because of their distance from the light of the face of Hashem. V'yoshev el Hashem v'yirachamehu, and they should return to Hashem, and Hashem will have compassion on them. As it says, that they cried, cried out to Hashem when it was difficult for them. And the principal dynamic of Teshuvah is, as it's written, To you, Hashem, I lift up my soul. To nullify one's will to Hashem, so that one should only have a singular will to do the will of his Father in heaven. Bitushuka uklois hanefesh mamish, 
with a tremendous desire and a tremendous fiery <clears throat> desire of the soul. And one should beg Hashem, that there should rest upon him the light of Hashem, and his will, that he should have this nullification of his own will to Hashem. And similarly, they instituted to say, the request which we do say, in the liturgy of the High Holy Days, forgive us, which is not to be understood literally, because even if you have sinned, how do you affect him? And what's the concept of forgiveness? Rather, the request is the forgiveness that there should be a revelation of Hashem's desire. That Hashem's will should rest upon us. That we should do Hashem's will with a complete heart and a soul that yearns and desires. And we say, Who is like you, a merciful father? Pirush, which means, The entire creation of the worlds, the upper and the lower, From the top to the bottom, Is, before Hashem, like one remembrance. As it's written in the Zayar, that with one thought he created the worlds. Because Hashem looks out to all, to the end of all generations, and he reads all the generations from the beginning. The Imkain and therefore Miad Kesha'olu Kol Ha'olamus Bemachshava Lihibaros. As soon as there arises the thought to create the worlds, Harekvara Nigmaru Venishmalu Venishlamu Briyosam Lefanavis Barach. Immediately there is completed their creation before him. Now we see literally the tremendous contraction that there is when Hashem contracts the light of the Oren Sof into a singular thought. And that single thought is of no comparison to Hashem's essence at all. And all of this contraction is because he is a merciful father. Pirush, which means 
שמהווה וממשיך מידס רחמונוס, which he creates and he draws the characteristic of compassion, לרחם על העולמוס, to have compassion on the worlds, ולהבוסם, and to create them, ולקיימם תמיד, and to continually keep them going, בצמצום מחשב האחס, with the contraction of this singular thought. ומזל יספוינן האדם, and with this a person should contemplate, לאירי רחמים רבים על נפשי, to arouse <coughs> great compassion on his soul, איך שנופלו מטה מטה מאויד, how it fell very low, בהסתכלו בשורשוי, and a person should look where he came from in his root, דעמיין בוסו, knowing from where you came, פירוש, which means מבחינס עין, that you originally came from the level of עין, שהוא בחינס אב הרחמים, which is this level of the merciful father. ואם כן, and therefore, הירידה שיורד מאויר פונב יסבורך, this descent, that the soul descended from the light of the face of Hashem, he גדול למאויד, is tremendous. ומאיגרה רמה חולו, and it's from a high precipice. ובזה, and with such a meditation, a person will become embittered of spirit, and it will touch his heart, so much so that his soul and heart will yearn and return to Hashem. And through Teshuva, of this great love, those sins which he did on purpose will be transformed into merits, pirush, which means, that just like through merits, his soul becomes elevated to the light of Hashem, similarly, his soul becomes elevated through this tremendous embittered spirit of soul, because of the sins that a person did on purpose. And in the place that returnees stand, it says that even the greatest tzaddikim can't stand. Seif Dalad because by Moshe Rabbeinu it's written, I will place you in a cleft of a rock. <clears throat> when Hashem wanted to shower from above the 13 attributes of mercy, He put Moshe Rabbeinu in a cleft of a rock. Pirush, which means, this is of a level of the supernal rock. Which is the root and source of all roots of creation. 
Kameshikasev, as it's written, he bitu el tsur chatzvasam. Look at the rock from where you were hewn. Vinikras tsur, it's called tsur, kamela marshal, as by way of analogy, tsur hachalomish, a flint stone, shemakin boy lahoitsi hoish, which is struck in order to produce fire. Because the element of fire which is within the flintstone, it's there in potential. But it's not actually there. In other words, the flintstone is a stone. However, it has the potential to create fire. So too, so to speak, is Hashem called a rock, Sur Chayenu, the rock of our life. Because he is the root and source of all roots of creation. And the root of all creation, is within him, potentially, but not actually. Because it is from the name Havaya that creates all creation, something from nothing. And that is the devouring fire which we've mentioned previously. However, the level of Tzur it is from the Tzur that the Eish Oichla is derived. As we said beforehand in the parable, that it's from the flintstone that fire is created. Similarly, it's from the Tzur, it's from Hashem, who has the potential to create the Eish Oichla, the devouring fire, of the Ur Hashem which comes down to create. The Hinina, Godel Koychon Shobale Tshuva, the power of returnees is so great, Shemagim Ad Bechinas Hatsur Hanal, that they reach this level of Tsur. Kamela Moshe, as by way of parable, in Nichba Moir Haish. If the fire has been extinguished, we can recreate it from the flintstone. So too, by a returnee, which by him there has been extinguished the devouring fire, because he doesn't have the wick or the fire upon which the light can reside, because he is void of Torah and good deeds. However, through the great bitterness, coming from the quintessence of the heart, which transcends time, 
and it does not desire time or space at all, because a person despises the life that they have been living. Like, as in the example of Rabbi Eliezer ben Durdaya, who cried until his soul expired and he became a Baal Teshuvah. So because of such a feeling, Magia, he reaches Lebechines HaTzur, to the level of Tzur, which far transcends the creations of time and space. And therefore, Yotzas Basko, a heavenly voice went out and said of Rebbe Eliezer ben Durdaya, that he is going to inherit the world to come. Just like the deeds of the righteous, who benefit from the ray of Torah and their mitzvahs, And even though he didn't have Torah and mitzvahs to take with him, However, since he cleaved to the source and root of all, as we've explained, the Tzur, therefore he inherits the world to come. However, not every person merits the tremendous level of Rebbe Leazar ben Durdaya. Ulakach, and therefore, Anu Mispalalim, we pray, Hashivenu Hashem Eilecha Venoshuva. Hashem, please return to us so that we may do Teshuva. Sheyetchila Isarusadaleila, we ask that first there should be an arousal from above. So that thereafter there will be an arousal from below. Venoshuva Achakach. And then we will do Teshuvah. And although usually an arousal from above is dependent on an arousal from below, nevertheless, we ask that may you renew our days like the days of old. Pirush, which means, just as it was in the very beginning of creation, that out of the pure desire for good, because Hashem is desirable of kindness, and just like then there was an arousal from above without an arousal from below, Similarly, we request Hashiveno Hashemelacha the Chadesh Yamenu Kikadem. Similarly, we ask that even though we haven't got this arousal from below, we ask Hashem to arouse us from above so that we may thereafter do tshuva. The Indian Chadesh Yamenu, 
What is the concept of renewing our days? Because the concept of a day is drawing the light of Hashem. As it says, That the sun shall no longer be for you the light of day. Rather, Hashem will be for you the light of day. This is what we ask for. That there should shine upon us a new light. Coming from the level of the rock. Even though there has been cut off the original light from the devouring fire. In other words, even though we are lacking in Torah and Avodah, and we are as if in darkness, nevertheless, we are requesting that you, Hashem, Hashiveinu Hashem, should have Rachmanus on us and shine upon us a light from above so that we may do Teshuvah. And this is the meaning of the Pasuk, that on this day, which is Yom Kippur, Yom HaTeshuvah, the day of Teshuvah, when there is aroused and revealed below, the desire to do kindness, through our five Prayers of Yom Kippur. Then there should be an atonement. It says he will atone for you. It doesn't give a name and it's not hinted in any name or any thorn of the name. In other words, it just says, He will atone for you. Kishem is Havaya, because the names of Havaya, Moirim Alam Shachas, Meyayin Liesh, they, <coughs> they um, refer to a drawing down of something from nothing. Mehelem Elagilui, from that which is concealed to that which is revealed. Liyos Memalakolam and Vesebub Kolamin. That there should be a lukus which fills the worlds or is peripheral to the worlds. Whereas in contrast, when we're talking of Hashem himself, <coughs> it's not possible to say about Hashem, not the level of Mamale and not the level of Sevev. Because Hashem himself is not at all of the parameters of the world. And it's from that level, the level that transcends the worlds and the levels of Mamali and Seviv, that which transcends the level of names, but rather which goes back to the Tzur, the rock himself, that is the source of forgiveness and atonement. He bears 
iniquity and passes over any negligence. Because before Hashem, when we stand before His essence, there, there's no blemish or iniquity or negligence. All that refers only in reference to the infusions which come from the light of Hashem. Through many contractions and curtains and many garments. However, when we go to the very source, it's from there that there can be the atonement. That is what transpires on the day of Yom Kippur. This is the meaning of the Pasuk, that from all your sins, before Hashem, you will be purified. The word Lifne doesn't mean standing before Hashem, but it means higher than the name Havaya. Even before there has been created the infusions which come to the world, through the various names of Havoyas, Lahavas Kolanim Soim, to create creation, it's from there that comes the, the atonement. Vazai, and therefore, Titaru, then you will be purified. Keshetalu Vesagiula Madrege Hahi, when you will be elevated and reach that level. Tahainu Lebechines Tsur Haniskaliil, reaching the level of Tzur, as mentioned previously. Now there's a parenthesis, V'ayn baharamaz, Seif parshas achrei, Titaru, Bigimatria keser. The Ramaz says that Titaru is the same numerical value as the word keser. Ki hinei tariag mitzvahs im zayn drabonon, because the 613 mitzvahs with the seven rabbinical mitzvahs, hey mamshichim tracha mudei oir, they bring down the 620 pillars of light. Achim chota ala nefesh. However, if a person has sinned, v'chosar upogam anal, and they are lacking or have created a blemish in these infusions, hine atikun lezeh, so the rectification for this, hu alidei ha-tshuva, is through teshuva. Shagodl koicha lemalis kol apagamim v'hachisreinus, which has huge power to fill all these blemishes and lacking, that which is lacking. And therefore, the word titaru, meaning you shall become purified, is the same numerical value as keser, tarach, as these 620 pillars of light. Close the parenthesis. And therefore, in this maima. It's explained how on Yom Kippur we can, through Teshuva, become elevated above and beyond creation to the level of the Tzur, to the level which stands Lifne Havaya, before any Havoyas, which is higher than time and space, and it's from there that Titaru we can receive the purification of Yom Kippur, which is the numerical value of Keser, the 620 pillars of light 
filling in any blemishes which we have made during the year in any of the 613 mitzvahs of the Torah or seven mitzvahs of the Rabbonon, those can be rectified and purified on the day of Yom Kippur.